0: Like, we're we're here to have fun tonight. You know what I mean? Oh, dang.
1: Okay, so the energy is here. Yes.
2: Yes. Crackhead energy part two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Dang. Um, All right. Yo, what's going on? This is the Highly Advised Podcast. I am here with my amigos and compadres, and we have an extra amigo and compadre here with us tonight. Guys, how are you doing? Big cozy, too cozy. How are you doing? Saint Kitch, how are you doing? You. And so clean from the So Clean podcast. You are back. How are you doing?
1: Yo 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 <laughs> yo yo. yo, I've been good, chilling. You know the huge.
3: The huge. Nah, I hear that. Same here. Been in, just enjoying our time. How's um the podcast and everything been going for you?
1: So I've been taking a break on the podcast. I was working at the studio. It was a journey. I loved it. It is a lot. I had to drive like an hour during rush hour every Wednesday. Was it worth it? It was an experience. Yeah. But I just feel like I wasn't able to bring my best because, like, I was tired. I was mm. de- dehydrated. I was exhausted. <laughs> I, w- I was going through it. But it was, I mean, it was fun, though.
3: I mean, that's. I think that's probably the best thing, though. You take a lot from those experiences. Like, I'm quite sure, like, you're going to reapply it in, the, in a different type of way when the next episode comes out.
1: True. I'm not back at it again, but... I just feel like I like my process. I like what I was doing before. It was like um, a good schedule. I just feel like the audience did notice that like I was slipping like mm, it's all over the place. I, I mean, I got the comments, involvement, engagement. I was like, okay,
3: gotta take a break. And we might be trying to get a little sneak peek before anybody else does. Ooh. Um, we any, are gonna get the sleep. <laughs> <sneak on. laughs> we, we're gonna get it. <laughs> so with with everything with like you said, would it be in a break? Um, any idea when you when you're coming back or is it still a coming soon thing?
1: Is a coming soon mm-hmm. thing? I don't have a date, but I have an idea. I okay. want I'll tell you the layout I wanna do, y'all. Okay. I want like an in-person podcast experience. Like I've done it before right Nigel and I liked it. Yeah. And I want to start doing that more more often but not all the time. So it's not going to be a weekly thing, it's going to be more of a like on basis case by, case by case basis kind of thing. Mm.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. We were uh actually talking about trying to do our first live one in over a year because we were planning to take a trip oh, out to yeah. the West Coast. So Oh. We're trying to be like the Soul Clean Podcast. We're trying Yo, to be big. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? To, y'all are the ones who went viral. I said, oh, okay. Y'all part of the I'm algorithm. Not.
3: Okay. <laughs> <Trying> <laughs> that YouTube
1: algorithm. algorithm. I was like, I see you.
3: Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? We just keep pressing along. You know how it goes. But true,
1: like, true, true.
3: Listen, we probably gonna do some numbers with this episode with you, also. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You always bring like in case people haven't heard we've had Kathleen on the show before. Yeah. Yeah. And as she likes to phrase it, she brings the crackhead
2: energy to the show.
1: 100%.
2: (laughs) But but in a positive manner. Yeah. As as you can see, listeners, and for the YouTube fans that will be watching the video, you can see she don't look like no crackhead.
1: Exactly. They can have twisted. (laughs) Oh, I feel like there's, um a stigma with like crackhead energy yeah there's crack but
0: (laughs) (laughs) explain it for the listeners please right
1: (laughs) i'm not even that type to explain but i just feel like being lit doesn't have to be like oh she's a hot mess oh she needs to get her life together like no i would i just i just be fun you know
2: Yeah. yeah yeah Say it again for the people on the back, man. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Two times louder,
3: right? Yeah. Exactly. Nah, but nah, but nah, I'm not going to hold you. Like, the crackhead energy is definitely needed though at times, especially when it's like time to like turn up. I'm not sure if you heard, but like The Migos they dropped an album recently. Mm, yes. Yeah, and I wasn't sure if you did you check uh Culture 3 out? I sure did. Really? What what was your thoughts on it?
1: Birthday's a banger. Birthday's a bop. <laughs>
0: Everything else, it's all right. Oh, so you weren't feeling it like
2: that?
1: I mean, it's all right. I was, like, vibing, but, like, birthday left an impression on me.
2: Okay. You know what's crazy, though, about that song? Me and Natural were talking about the album, and he was like, yo, I could see women liking that song. Yes.
1: So, yeah. oh, okay. It goes right
2: there. No, it's something the that girl. girls can dance to. It's like, <laughs> hey,
0: you know, it's my birthday, da-da-da-da, <laughs> give me a bag, blah-blah-blah. Like, it's... It's something
3: that you can have fun to. You know what I mean. Put that right next to thought shit. Yes,
1: yeah. it's on that category. Yeah.
3: See, yeah. yeah. Listen, man. One thing. One thing we can always say about the Migos is that the, they always find a way of making a song that can get like that can play off in a club.
1: One hundred percent. Anytime. Yeah, but the album overall was entertaining.
3: Yeah, it was a pretty good album. I think <clears throat> I was actually surprised how good the album was like I like I was telling Lau and Nigel I had low expectations for this project oh. yeah I mean I'm mean gonna just be honest like I didn't I didn't have the highest expectations for the Migos like they've they've put out projects prior before that weren't the best um they try to chase with some singles that wasn't most people weren't feeling as well as like straightening a lot of the reception from it wasn't even that great so I just figured I'm like hey this album I'm going to listen, but I am not expecting this album to be that great, and it exceeded my expectations. It sounded like they were able to keep their style while switching up the beats. True, and not having um, without sounding like outdated, because like they have like they're kind of the originator of that sound that pretty much echoes throughout the industry now to some extent. So, it was a pretty good album though for the most part. Curious to see how like it all plays out throughout the throughout the year so how this oh definitely during the summertime i think it's
0: definitely going to be something that plays during the summertime like i like this album it's a pretty good album you know like the migos one of my critiques of them have been uh in the past that like as you listen to their albums like it gets a little bit stale but i think for the most part overall like oh i can say i like majority of the songs on there avalanche is pretty nice I think it's uh, Why Not is a, also a good song that I like. That beat's kind of hard. Um, the the features on there are actually cool. I like the Juice World song. I think that song actually sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah,
1: I like that one, too.
0: <laughs> you know, like, I, there's a few songs on there that I was actually surprised and wasn't necessarily looking forward to, like, because of the features, I'll say. And I actually enjoyed them. I think, you know, the music sounds good. Um, the Cardi B feature is cool. Like, I... I definitely uh, will listen to this and try to suggest this for people, especially if they like something that's not like, you know, overly lyrical, but is actually good rap.
2: I mean, you don't like the Goatman's song? What are you talking about? Come on. Drake. <laughs> yeah, I like,
0: I like the Drake song, yes. mellow.
3: That oh. joint was hard. It was hard, but it, was it was chill I mean, Nas not a big Drake fan, so yeah. I didn't oh, say anything yeah. about Drake. <laughs> y'all brought him up and tried to say I didn't like it <laughs> I mean, he low key has a hating relationship with Drake, but yeah. didn't hey. say a word. Hey man, listen, <laughs> you don't have to say anything when we know the truth. I hear you, man. Listen, there's it's a do- it's documented within the episodes.
2: You're right. Yeah, but nah. so my take on the album, and it's gonna be real quick, but. I like Culture Three. I think Culture Three was a good album. I think it could have benefited if they got rid of a few songs and make it more compact and concise. I still think Culture One is the best out of the three, but Culture Three is a lot better than Culture Two. Culture Two is just, is written with a lot of repetitive shit, a lot heavy hardcore auto tune. I know you guys, you guys know how I feel about hardcore auto tune. So like. <laughs> Shouts out to uh, the amigos for coming coming out with a solid album. Actually, I think it might be the the best album of the weekend because we had some other projects that came out. I know Spence was a big fan of the Larry June uh, yes. album.
3: Yes, yes, the Orange Print. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I wore orange just because of that today. Like, huh. true fan. <laughs> <over there. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> like it was only right. Like. Um, Yeah, that to me personally, Orange Print was a really great Larry June song. Uh, Well, not song, but album. As always, Larry June delivers with another designer project. Um, I'm not sure. I forget who who exactly was the 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 producer on this project, but always like any other time. Larry June always hits it out the park. Um, Sounds like he's built a little bit more onto the sound. Changed the sound, he changed the sound in a way where it sounds like it's evolving, but it's not too far removed from what he's once did. So, um, that's just my take on it like a quick synopsis, but yeah, really good song, really good album. Oh,
2: Kathleen, have you ever heard of a rapper named Larry June?
1: I 100% didn't, <clears throat> and I'm usually like relevant, I can usually keep up, but I mean, hey, this is news to me.
2: Yeah. So, so, Larry June, I like him personally, but okay. he's not like he's not like mainstream level Okay. that's not a knock on him it's just that's not what he is so I I recommend anybody like hey check him out Mm -hmm. see see uh you know if he fuck with his shit or not but uh we're fans of him over... Well, me and Spence are fans of him. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he just left me out of it. Like, I like hey. Larry
3: yeah too. No, it's, it's, it's on the list of things he hates, along with Drake. So.
0: I haven't had a chance to... That's nowhere near true <laughs> at all. No, I actually just haven't had the chance to listen to it yet. I was listening to... I was giving Same. other things a chance, yeah, like Polo G. I decided you know to give it a listen. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just listening to other things that came out, you know, seeing as how, what's going on.
3: How was the Polo G
2: Project real quick?
3: Uh, I, I meant to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet. Is it worth I, checking out?
2: I think you might like it. Okay. You know how I feel. So, <laughs> Kathleen, was, <laughs> <laughs> was there any, anything like music-wise that you checked out that we didn't mention? Or maybe like the listeners or maybe your, your fans, you know, your loyal legions of fans should check out?
1: I wish, no, but I just feel like the Migos album is going to be like what sticks. I feel like to me, nothing has come out in a while okay. that I'm going to like listen to like in the car. Like the last thing I remember was Drake's album, Laugh Now, I'll Cry Later. That was like one of the big albums everybody was playing. I just can imagine like the Migos album being that right oh, now. Mm. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Okay. No, nah, that's that's big. I'm speaking of Drake actually because you mm-hmm. can. It's hard to ever really get away from him, right? Like he put a. He, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I was just gonna ask Kathleen because, like, mm-hmm. she was saying about the Migos album, because um, it's still rumored that Drake should be dropping his album sometime soon, where it's just still waiting. So I was wondering, like, what do you think? What are your expectations for Drake's album when it comes out?
1: Um, Hi, I feel like it's gonna be one of those albums that everybody's gonna be playing. So you're gonna be stopped at a stoplight and then you're gonna be hearing like laugh now, cry later kind of like level of popularity. There
3: we go, okay. Yeah. Yeah, do you think, do you think Drake can impress us more than what he's ever done before?
1: No, he just keeps, keeps everybody at the certain level.
3: So, Kathleen. Yeah, so, you keep wh- space
0: between him and the competition. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Kathleen, okay. Spencer's trying to do something right now. And he's <laughs> trying to use your. Opinion- He's trying to use your opinion to further his opinion. But it's okay because you probably don't know as to what he's doing because he's trying to mention questions. something. <laughs> he's trying to mention something without actually mentioning it.
1: No. Okay. Like you,
0: so it, it's, it's, not it's nice that- trap. No, your opinions are valid. There's nothing wrong with them, but he's trying to- What you mean? He's trying to carry something on. That's the your listeners insecurities, would know. man.
3: That's your answer. Listeners, man. go back and
0: listen like five episodes and come right back here.
3: Yo, listen, man. Listen, matter of fact, listen to all 60 episodes exactly. Here. This is episode
0: 60, y'all. We didn't even say hey. anything, hey. episode 60. You know, shouts out to hey. us! Yeah, that's a Congrats. fact.
1: Congrats!
2: I mean, you. Thank it's the
1: consistency.
2: It's, I mean, it's a special episode. We got the legendary, you know, so, so Queen, clean. Queen Kathleen, aka oh, So Clean. Love yes. it. Yeah, there we fact. go. Dang,
1: it's an honor that I'm here,
2: y'all. See, it's an honor for you Yo, listen,
3: you were you were our first guest Dang on the show. Guy. You were. So, yeah. You were our first guest on the show. So it's only right, episode 60, 60 we bring you
2: back.
1: Hey, hmm. yeah. it's meant to so,
2: be. Yeah, changing out guard. And that maybe, ap- maybe episode 120, you'll be back.
3: <laughs> oh, this is gonna be better.
2: Yo. Yeah.
1: I mean, if I could, like, blow, like, y'all's, like, head up right now. Here we go. You guys know you were my inspiration for my podcast. Okay.
2: okay, For real, for real. Okay.
1: Yes. And then just a few months later, when you guys started it, like, Nigel was like, you should start one. You should start one. And now here we are.
2: See? I mean... Came along long yeah. uh, Also, listeners, if you listen to her podcast, the latest episode, and we recommend you still going to check it out, even though she's on a little right. hiatus because she's trying to plan for something big, you'll hear yours truly, the guy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The,
2: the main event. <laughs> I'm on every intro. <laughs> <laughs> and- he really
1: is. He really is.
2: Shouts he out. Shouts out to her though, because she was like, Hey, I have an idea, I got a plan. Could you do a little something i was like you know what yeah i got yeah. you this one's on the house because you know <laughs> listeners i usually charge but yeah he really
1: do i was thinking about that because i know you
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for this for this so clean you know i did my thing and you know thank you to her for just keeping you on every
1: off. episode yeah. yes it's fresh <laughs> it's it has like um a certain vibe, everybody's always like, Yo, I was bumping to that intro. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> and you got like the Sierra beat in the background. So yeah. it's just, it's like, it's like the perfect combination, man. The perfect storm. Like, I, it's at low key, it's kind of like, How many episodes? What's, what, what's the episode number you're at currently? Kathleen?
1: 39. 39. I have some uh, episodes that I haven't published yet. So, mm-hmm.
3: okay. Ooh, oh, so, th- okay. so that's even more. So, Technically speaking, Lau has done almost a hundred episodes. Technically See? speaking,
2: look, look at Lau working over there. <laughs> there we even go. It. See, come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, don't call me big cozy for nothing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
1: I mean, I'm like in a room. I'm in the Zoom, full of talented.
2: Ooh, okay, you're rhyming.
1: Yes, talent Bars. right here. Because yeah. I mean, we all collab with different people, but who y'all bring it every time?
3: Thank you. Period. Thank you. Now nah, we thank you. We appreciate it. But I mean, even you, like, yeah. you still keep, at the end of the day, like, we, we. I think we all kind of came up together to some extent. Like, we started at different times, but it's kind of like at a culmination of like, oh, everybody's still working. So even like the work you've been doing is like very inspiring. Super great. Cool to wow. see what you've been doing. Thank you.
1: And we
2: can't you. wait to see you back for real, for real. And and you put us on to a couple people, like you know, shouts out to the homegirl Jesse, you know. Yes. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And you know, can't forget about Nigel's man, right hand man, hundred grand, chief of thought. So, chief of
1: Thoughts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is a fun episode. This is a I'm fun episode. Yeah.
0: We have another thing to talk about. Spence, go I, ahead. Yeah, go ahead and bring us into
3: this because I know the you messiah you, misogyny.
2: And, and I Ooh. really we really got to get Kathleen on this next topic mm. because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is the woman perspective, the woman perspective, Yo, not, the, not word that matters. Matters. the only one yeah. that matters, at least for this time of space that all you jabronis are listening to. You need to listen to Queen Kathleen, the new and approved Ooh. <laughs> voice of reason of Ooh. women.
1: There you go. Yes, thanks. I'm hyped now. Mm. Yeah.
2: Got to get that energy up. Yes. Yeah, man. That,
3: this when someone brings you in like that, it's gotta be it. We already know you' about to deliver.
1: Like a. Hey.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so like like my man's Naja was saying, and like Lau was introducing you. Uh, we got a question actually. Mm. So I'm not sure if you're familiar, but the the the, the future. I'll i <laughs> <call, laughs> I'm gonna I gotta, just call.
1: Lean in the,
3: for this one. The Messiah Misogyny. Future Hendrix, right? Um, That's you. And in a song, uh, probably about a couple weeks ago, him and mm-hmm. 42 Doug, he had made a, a joint uh, where he took some shots at Lori Harvey, talking about her, saying like, oh, I don't need her, blah, 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 blah. Recently, as we had just talked about the Migos album, mm-hmm. Quavo, skirt, skirt, go, <laughs> said he took the Bentley back. So from, from from
2: who you take it from? Because he ain't taken from some ordinary hood rat. Yo, who you <laughs> take it from? Let the listeners know who you take it from.
3: Took it from his ex-girlfriend who he was writing music for, uh aka Sweetie. uh love
1: her.
3: Yeah, love her too. I Actually, uh, James Harden loves her as well. From oh my what God, rumors no. are saying, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we actually believe that? Before we get into, I, this? I, I'm I'm just saying that's why I said rumors. I don't, okay. think, right. I don't, yeah, because I think I, it's rumor too. Yeah, I can't see him doing that, but nonetheless. So we we're wondering, how do you feel about um, like what exes bringing up like their relate? Well, these people talking about their relationships on, uh, yeah, like and from a. Like, cause you know, I, to some extent it's like when someone can't let this shit go, it's kind of like a toxic relationship at that point. Mm-hmm. But you like toxic relationships. I, from
1: Yokey.
3: from Yokey. I was, I needed an update from the last time you recorded with us, so.
1: Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm definitely in one, I think. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so in regards to... Mentioning your ex in a song in public, this is what you're gonna say. So, the fact that freaking what's his name? I forgot, future said, Oh, he's she's dating a lame, like when she moved on, like I knew she was gonna downgrade. I said, Dang. I mean, they're de- different energies. I don't want to consider, like, what's his name? Jo- Michael Jordan Jr. What's his, is that his name? Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Michael, B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jordan
0: Jr. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the name of the episode. Michael,
0: Michael Jordan yeah. Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> 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 Jesus. I am
3: going to make a
1: right. Yo, that's so hilarious. So, that's funny. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan, they're different vibes. Um, I wouldn't consider him a lame. I would consider him like privileged, cause definitely his dad's like rich AF. He hasn't lived that life. Like, I think they definitely come from different like
2: backgrounds.
1: Backgrounds. I don't want to say it. Oh. Yeah. Cause he's like rich and like famous. Rich, you know, rich. I do not he yeah, he's famous. Rich and famous kind of lifestyle in Cali, because he has that Jordan Woods kind of energy. Like if you compare like Jordan Woods mm. and Megan the Stallion, I saw this video of them in the same room, and Megan the Stallion she crazy da 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 da, because she she had you know to do the come up, and then Jordan like was like yo like, y'all crazy blah, blah blah, but I'm like I don't think she like ready or she used to it, cause she's always lived that Cali lifestyle.
3: Yeah, well, she was like a, cause she was like best friends with um, Kylie. Yeah, with the Kardashian chick. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So it's like it's kind of like a square. Versus, I know you
2: watch that show. I'm like, so, <laughs> very. I <laughs> mean, if
0: you look on episode, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you got like, right, to so? watch the season
1: finale.
3: <laughs> yeah, chill. tell the truth, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen, man. I knew Kathleen. I knew Kathleen was coming on the show, and for mm. episode sixty, I couldn't mm. be ill prepared. Right,
2: right. I mean, of course, he and you know that's a my show too. the Kardashians. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Cat Yo, when we have guests on, we make sure we do our, our homework. If I got to sit Ooh. through a thousand episodes of coming up with Kardashian or Kardashians I can't or whatever. <laughs> Ayo, oh, exactly. Kathy-
0: he doesn't know how, how to yeah. say that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, he had to, had to clean it up. <laughs> he, he's now. Kardashian. Like, Come on. <laughs> In his head, he was like, damn it, man. I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm dead. <laughs> oh, y'all are stupid, man. Oh. But yeah, nah. I mean, I think I'm with you, though. Like, I mean, I I think they are two separate types of guys, but um, at the same time, like, I don't know, as a future fan, it's always going to sound conflicted because like it's future at the end of the day, I'm a fan of his music. So I I get, I get it. It it pushes the brand, but it's also like, Hey, like, dude, you ain't have to really mention shorty for no reason. (laughs) Like actually, how would you feel if you're like, if you're in a relationship with someone, and the guy took back anything that he bought you of value. Petty. Petty? Why 100%. do you say that?
1: Because, like, it's like, I feel like when you, if a dude's petty, you gotta know beforehand. Because, yeah, Go he's gonna be like okay. n- everything you ever wanted in the beginning or certain moments. But, like, deep down, like, once you're petty, you're always petty.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna question your thought for a second.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, hey, Kevin.
2: Kevin Samuels You know who that is
0: Kevin Samuels I think you get a kick Out of his content Let's just say that We'll
3: have We'll have to have you
0: back Yeah Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that For sure But So let's say You know Quavo buys said Bentley And he's making payments On Bentley Or he just pays for it Straight out right
1: Okay on a logistical level On a logical level Yeah Definitely take the car back
2: Okay all right, go.
0: Go ahead My bad Go ahead La
2: I was just going to say, like, hey, that's a Bentley. And if I'm not mistaken, when he got her that Bentley, I think, like, a couple months later, then they, like, broke up or had that fallen out. So I'm like, it's not like he bought her a Toyota. And (laughs) he bought her a Bentley. That Bentley could be used elsewhere. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure he's enjoying it. Yeah, well, whether him or he could give it to another side project that he had you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so uh, all I'm saying is like I'm not entirely mad at him at taking the Bentley you mm-hmm. know hit you know something that came from his hard work you know but I can see why women are like hey that's a petty ass move despite the fact that it is a six-figure car that the average person can't even dream mm-hmm. of I'm, I'm, taking how guy. How I mean, I'm taking the Bentley back. I I'm taking the Bentley back.
0: I think that, um, you know, he has every right to do so. And as far as, you know, future and, you know, saying things on record, personally, it's not for me. But I would say that I don't expect, you know, anything else at this point in time from what we've heard from future. You know what I mean? Shouts <laughs> out to him for that. He's made some classic
3: shit with it. The Messiah misogyny, man. You, you like future,
2: uh, mm-hmm. Kathleen?
1: um he's all right I like him as an artist maybe not oh, as a person I think a- like if I was the best friend I'd be like yo he'd be always petty like I- imagine texting him like like if I gave him a short like response he'd be like on some petty ish like I can imagine I don't even know what kind of conversation we would have but like I'd be like hey what's up or like if I don't give enough energy he'd be on some like okay like
3: petty ish <laughs> Damn, well, I'm gonna talk to you later. Clearly, you ain't gonna yeah. nothing to talk about.
2: So, so like if you if you happen to say okay, because you know, let's say you're busy or something, you just like okay, he might be to you know start doing one word replies to you. Right, exactly.
3: That's his energy. I mean, if he just answering a question, that's one word
2: replies suffice.
1: True, but his energy would be like that consistent, where
2: he's but, just like. Let Spence, you know, come on, you know, you talking to a woman, you know, you know how the one word re- replies are. One word right. reply. Come on. You know what that yeah. means. You didn't, I have you... no idea, man. Mm, mm, no. Oh, sure. got you. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: <laughs>
2: they,
0: they don't call him saint for nothing, I
1: guess.
3: Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, what can I say? I was born an angel. I can like, yeah. Right. Uh, see Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Jeez, wow. man, you guys are the worst. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but it so last night or over the weekend, rather, uh, Gnome 11 dropped, where we had uh Gitchy Gotti versus Rum Nitty, Tay Rock versus um Chilla Jones, and a few other big name rappers were competing last night or the over the weekend um well what came to happen was that drake who's an avid fan of uh, battle rap he actually dropped prior to the battle he was putting up a 150 fifty dollar reward for whoever wins the battle between rum nitty and geeky Hundred fifty thousand or hundred fifty dollars? Yeah, Drake bet
0: nine hundred fifty dollars. is crazy. <laughs> that's what so, so, yeah, get the oh,
3: fuck out of here. come yeah, back a, here with. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I got a hundred dollars for you, yeah. Yo. But uh um, no, alright Drake. <laughs> so, yo, come on, yeah. That's like throwing me twenty-five cents. Um, but no, nah, So he had he had actually put a hundred thousand dollars on the on the battle. Then he upped its uh, extra 50 door- right before the battle start uh, started. So just wanted to highlight that they haven't came up with a winner. Uh, personally, I think it was close. I have won winning the battle. Uh, but if you said Romnetti, I wouldn't be upset either. So just wanted to notify the people, the listeners of, like we say, we're the crawl space of MMA and pop culture. So, I got a question for you, Spence. Who What's did you up? think the winner
0: was? In the Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter battle
3: that happened last night. Who do I, I think you the it? winner? Who do I, who I mean, the people won.
2: They, the four, did, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, did the people want?
3: Come yes, on, let's get started. Bro, this, <laughs> yeah. this, yes, this, this that, is, that was entertaining. Uh, you watched that, ec- I me, ain't gonna call him that. Um, I, I go uh, ahead, go ahead and get your shit <laughs> off. I, I got an opinion. We watched, uh, we watched Lamar Odom, who we knew would beat Aaron Carter up. That was a given. We knew this was going to happen. Aaron Carter, we had seen on No Jumper for months ago. Oh, a couple of times last year, I think, because he had some reappearances. Clearly, the man was on drugs, and he's been on drugs, and he probably still is on drugs. 100%. Up until this point, as we speak right now, oh, yeah. as you're listening to this. Right? That's a fact. Damn, like Get Oscar
1: it. coming in hot.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, like Oscar, Oscar,
3: man. Oscar, Oscar, kicked, Oscar. Oscar kicked oh the Oscar, oh my drug god, habit. you're
1: getting flashbacks. Oscar yeah. kicked the Definitely. drug
3: habit. He's he's getting ready for Can- Canelo.
2: Mm. Yeah, he's still <laughs> the drug habit.
0: <laughs> still on it. No, nah, Canelo now, man. Yeah. When I was watching this fight, or just seeing the build up to it, like to me, like a lot of the celebrity stuff is. For entertainment you know what i mean like i don't care if, you know somebody fights a youtuber or whatever it is a TikToker. um you know jake paul fights nate robinson that's you know cool whatever but when it gets to the line of like you're putting on like the best fighter one of the best fighters ever versus somebody who's never had like like or never really fought real competition or you have like let's just say two lesser celebrities than what they were fighting and one's like literally like maybe almost seven foot and you have <laughs> you know like tweaking out wrong. Aaron Carter yeah. like yeah. it's not so
3: don't matter, though.
0: it it's entertaining but it's sad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like Is it sad? It's like What's I said, it? did the people really win? Did any did anybody really win?
3: Did you did you not laugh at that? Of course what? I did. You but know. I so I, I how think is about that not it entertaining too. I laugh, but I think, you know? Here you go with a kind heart. Uh. But that's what they signed up for. Exactly. Like, trust me, if it was like, if it was other circumstances, I would have the same humility that you're having. But because they both are, they both are legally sane, they are not in any, their their system has not been infiltrated by the use of drugs, to our knowledge, when they signed the dotted line, right? Fair enough. So that... It is entertainment, bro. Like that's how I, I like hear it. you. And like, like I said, to a certain degree, it's funny. I laughed at the shit. Of course, I did. Yeah. it's Listen, funny. Who, who did not love seeing seeing um, Lamar Odom put his hands down and <laughs> let Aaron Carter just punch him in the face twenty five
2: times?
0: They said he was the first boxer sagging his shorts <laughs> in the in the um, ring.
2: I <laughs> I look at it like. This is the state of boxing. This is it's where not- we're at
1: now. I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. this is where we come.
2: Yeah, this is this is the highlight of boxing now. Like, so is it- I mean, come on, you're talking about it. So- because it's entertainment. <laughs> what do you mean? Exactly. That's the point of it, man. But it's that's inter- the point. We have we have a Manny Pacquiao fight that's happening in less than two months' time. No okay. one is talking about it. Or or Shakur Stevenson, who just fight over the weekend, who's an upcoming boxing star. Nobody's talking about it. Instead, the first thing that people are going to (laughs) remember is Lamar Odin beating up a drug-ridden Aaron Carter. And like, like, you know, shouts out to those two because they probably made some money. But now... When, it, when you mentioned boxing, you think about the celebrity and YouTube bullshit. You don't think about the actual sport. So people are going to be it's talking crazy. about... crazy. That's true. It's, there we go, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. You, mentioned, you mentioned it, Spence. Yo, <laughs> you, what do you mean? Nigel's the one that brought it up. Uh, what? <laughs>
0: How, you know, don't throw this shit in my lap.
2: You up, you I'm telling. Up, you brought up Lamar Odom and Eric Carter, but nonetheless. Kathleen, <laughs> do you like Eric Carter? Did you grow up listening to Eric
1: yeah, Carter? Yeah, um, I had a crush on his bro. I love <laughs> Eric Carter.
0: What do you make of all this?
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, I think the industry is using their drug ridden like mentality to their advantage nowadays. It's like the new reality TV, like the Kardashians are like over. Cool. So what are we going to like? <laughs> what are we going to watch now? Shoot. So it's
3: yeah, nothing better than watching like your favorite singer from your childhood. Yeah. One of your favorite one of your favorite athletes from childhood. One of your favorite singers from childhood or their little brother. Do get out. Why not? Right. So why? All I right. Mean, if, why not? If, if Aaron was your boy, would you would you say, hey, Aaron,
0: you should do that? If it's a bag attached to it. You, you would. All right.
1: I don't know, why? because I'm instigated
2: <laughs> though. First of all, all, right. all I'm
1: I'm so, an enabler. You're an so, enabler? Yeah. So, so, and, so, so
2: you if you saw like, hey, this was a very bad thing, you will be embarrassed on national <laughs> television. You're still gonna be like, yeah, go do that.
1: I'd be like. Do you see like the amount of money you could be making? Blah blah. It's like that stripper mentality, like.
2: Right, but he's but, but he's not respected. Like when people look at him, they don't look like, oh, that's Aaron Carter. I grew up watching, l- listening to his music. No, they will be like, hey, there goes the junkie that got beat up by <laughs> Lamar Odom. That's, I, and I'm sad. not saying I'm not saying that to be mean about Aaron carter it's the that's reality what, yeah. exactly that's what people are gonna say so as a friend who just admitted who's an enabler you're gonna enable your friend to put himself out there for that <laughs> the thing
1: is yes he already okay. knows what he's getting himself into and yeah he's not respected anymore but also like i'm gonna take what i could get i feel like
2: so it's about
3: yeah. you. <laughs> definitely not helping my argument <laughs> no, I, you I mean,
1: I <laughs> would <quiet>. I would <laughs> have to drop like low, especially like you've been on that high for if you've been on that high before, you're like you're trying to recreate it especially like I can imagine because like being on that kind of high, that high like status, that high success kind of energy. And, like, right, if it. this is, like, right, like, well, how are you going to find that again? Hey,
3: man. Man, chasing
2: chasing waterfalls, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could, like, be picky about it.
2: All right. But... So, the Lamar Odenwine, listeners there's... Is... <laughs> <laughs> that is way with the boy. Yeah, long so, story short. <laughs> there, is, there is something I wanted to ask Kathleen. Okay. More or less of an update. All right, All right. so... So the last time you was on here mm-hmm. and we was chopping it up, you were like, I, wanna, I want a guy from jail. I want yeah. a guy who's out there sell, selling crack,
1: Trump. all this.
2: He's putting 38 in his sock, all that shit.
1: Right, right, right.
2: Now time has fast forward.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you you bigger now. You pushing Mercedes. Hey, you, you, you take it. You take your trips overseas. Gucci, Chanel, Prada, gross shit. All all even the shit that people can't afford but love talk about like Dior and and other shit. Yeah. You, now you got all that going on. I, and you get Fenty sponsorships. Are okay. you still going for that guy who just came out of prison?
1: No, I think he has to be on a different level.
2: What? Okay. So now he's going right. to be coming out of
3: like a rehab house?
1: Well, he could oh, still wow. go to jail. He could still go to jail. He could still be in jail, but for tax evasion.
2: Oh, okay. So oh, okay. white uh, collar crime. White yeah. collar crime. All okay. right. Now, what, but does he have to go to jail? Can it no. just be somebody who, so it needs to be somebody that went to jail?
1: No, no. The oh. jail part is irrelevant. It's the energy. Oh. It's, it's about that time, right, y'all?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why. At first I was like, damn, I was like, I was like, we could have at least said, like, our goodbyes to Kathleen and said, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's
1: one of those hang ups,
0: like. Nah, nah, it just did it. I'm not sure if there was, like, some network issue or what happened,
2: but it was weird. Mm. Yeah, oh, Kathleen, yeah. we've
3: been talking to you for too long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been telling get Verizon. He still want to hang on to that Hi, local. Verizon. They coming to set it up on Tuesday.
1: Oh, Now. Man.
2: Now. <laughs> you don't have it Now.
3: <laughs> I do. They just haven't came to set it up. Listen, you got an iPhone, but you still haven't got. You haven't cleaned your act up all the way yet, man. Come on, man. Come
1: on, man. I know I'm happy you you joined that team for real.
3: Thank, thank you. You're, I respect
0: that.
1: Oh my
3: gosh right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. Just, no green... don't
1: even right now. No, no,
0: no. Look, look, look. I so look. The iPhone is a good phone. The iPhone is the better phone right now. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Because I know y'all want to say something. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I enjoy the iPhone. It has a better camera. iMessage is cool. FaceTime is cool. The apps work a little bit better. Yes. (laughs) I I enjoy the iPhone. Are y'all
3: happy? Give me that.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you.
3: Yes. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad you's tightened up, man.
1: Yeah. I did, I did have a vision of you when you had that freaking Android. I'm like, gosh. Because yeah. you'd be you know posting on Snap. I'm like, quality.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you like, love Snap, but I mean, it's just like taking the, the essence.
3: Nah. Shit looks pixelated, man. You be shooting camera being 320, man. Nah, the phone is better now. The phone is better now. So. Life is I better, mean, man.
2: It's crazy because when I call him, it sounds clear. No distortion. Yes.
3: shit. <laughs> <laughs> does it sound like he's under a cliff
2: or a rock. Yeah. Yeah, the the text messages come quick on time. I was thinking the same
1: thing. It's the text messages for me.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nah, I'm a bad
0: texter, though. That's just, yeah. like, what it is.
1: It's, Did like, it a little like
2: bit of both. It, I mean, it does seem like that The iPhone. From, he, he's reacted to messages and shit now. Like,
3: Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, I love this shit, yo. Yeah. Be, yo, listen, man. Replies. He replies with a reply now.
1: Yeah. Yes.
3: It's like yo, Naja scrolls all the way up to like two days ago, and be like, yo, you see this conversation? This is what <laughs> this is when you said it, bro. <laughs> like,
0: oh my god. All right, yeah. so <laughs> well, go ahead, Kathleen. <laughs> That's it.
1: you know, like when it comes to iPhones, I get like, oh, you are this person has their act together. This got this person got their life together. That's the vibes yeah. I get. Like, you got an Android, <laughs> like I don't know. I think you all—you still need to figure some stuff out. Like, hey, are you searching for yourself? Hey, yeah. Did, did you
2: hear that? Did you hear that? Mental note. Mental note. I have an iPhone. Okay, there you go. Hey. There I have you an go.
3: IPhone. So you all right. How's how's your life been since you got an iPhone? Yes, anything, I'm so
1: curious. Anything good to happen?
2: He got a new car. <laughs>
1: Yeah, s- he yeah, running his own business now
2: Yeah, new cable service coming in yeah, that's all I see. <laughs> Yo, listen man You're not fooling nobody you, you, just, you just got a compliment saying like Hey, now you can like, you know Have confidence when you're talking to a high class woman Like, come on Yeah Kathleen,
0: do you have anything else for the listeners before life you leave was, for the night? Life
3: <laughs> was different. Or,
0: hey, you know what, Kathleen? Where can we find you at? Because we haven't um, got any of your socials yet.
1: So find me on SoClean underscore podcast on Instagram, oh. and mm. I also have another Instagram Miss underscore SoClean,
0: mm. and mm-hmm. you'll
1: find me on TikTok.
0: I mm. love watching
1: GL TikTok, y'all. So
0: jail <laughs> TikTok, yeah. Nah, those oh. the jail shit's crazy.
1: I love it. Oh what? Yeah, we'll talk
0: about it after we get off.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did not know about a jail TikTok. All right. Nah, I mean
0: the jail Instagram's crazy
3: too. Oh. Nah, I've seen I've seen them go live on Instagram before and or, on
0: YouTube. I've never seen them.
3: Yeah, go man, the
0: shit's everywhere. <laughs> the shit's everywhere. I love that know, how
1: they ones. make it fun.
0: Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Wait, Something like that
3: Alright <laughs> I seen a dude one time He was doing pull-ups From like The second tier He was hanging off The second tier Doing pull-ups Jesus And I was God. like Yo if he falls He might hurt He might die I was
1: thinking suicide A little bit When you yeah. mentioned that like-
3: you but he was hanging and literally just doing
2: push up pull ups the it's whole the, time. It's
1: that brave, reckless like energy. What
2: that you like?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> that you. It's you dumb. it though. Yeah, you, that's what turns you up. Yeah. All, all that. All they gotta have is an iPhone and everything. Makes you right. As long as have an iPhone, then a little time. Yeah. Got an iPhone.
3: Yeah. Sad. That's it. That's it. And high Money. energy.
2: True. That's
3: it. All right. Okay. Just know he might steal your shit in the middle of the night, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> 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 We've had a good time talking
0: with you. Um, Thanks.
1: It's been a pleasure.
0: Yes. It won't be the last time. We are excited to see y'all and we will see you later.
1: See y'all yeah. later. Thanks. Take care. Y'all.
2: Take care. Take care. It was nice seeing you.
1: Nice seeing y'all. Bye. Bye. Be safe.
2: Yo, what's up, listeners? So, as you just heard, you just heard that the Queen Kathleen, aka So Clean, and shouts out to her. But you know, now it's back to the Amigos. We're the real Amigos. It's like, no, but.
3: <laughs> I'm Takeoff. The talent, the most.
2: You know like, funny? I'll, I'll, I'll be Quavo. I'll go fuck. I'll be Quavo. I'll be that nigga. Screw, screw <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: a few years ago, they would have said uh, Takeoff was like, you know, the one that was kind of. On the outs with the talent or whatnot, but he killed it on his latest album.
3: Yeah. He, he absolutely did, man. Yeah, he showed out. I think he did show out more if any if anybody on that album. Like, I mean, but I think we all have said like, ta- like talent-wise, takeoff is the most talented one off the Migos. He's always been the more talented one. It's just I would have said offset. Nah. I, well, oh, rapping I, ability. Rapping ability. He's yeah. takeoff's the most talented one.
2: Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I agree with you 100% there, Spence. I think Offset is the one that could could be a solo rapper. Yeah. He's the one to be a solo rapper and actually have a career from it. I just think that he, he you know, he got it to be that. And not no knock on Takeoff, because I think Takeoff could have a, a, I think he could have a solid solo, pro- even though he already dropped a solo project. But I felt like, when he dropped that solo project, QC was kind of like, "Hey, we already got the offset, and Quavo went out the way. You know, go ahead, take off. You know, that's that's how it felt like to me. But yeah. I think, I think Takeoff is <clears throat> uh, he's definitely the best rapper out the group. Um, I remember little Yachty said him and Takeoff they had a joint project that they that they were just sitting on, never came out. I would like to hear it because I think actually. Be entertaining As long as Lil Yachty's not using His autotune shit <laughs> As long as yeah. he's not using tune, Come on now But he makes songs without it It's just that his autotune shit Is much more popular but Hey man you, Did you hear the Michigan uh, Boy mm. Boat Project that oh, he God. dropped? Nah, I don't listen to Lil Yachty man. <coughs> no. I, I'm Fair. part of I ride with Big Soldier Hey, shouts out to Uh King said, "Yeah, shout out to him." But last thing that we'll move on to real topics. Uh, a lot of people liked it. They thought that Lil Yachty was rapping and he was going hard. So hmm. I'll just leave it there. If you guys ever gonna listen, which I know you won't, cool. I'll check it out.
3: Yeah. I'll I'll look for it and I'll check it out. I mean, I'm I'm quite sure. Like it's it a it may be better than what I think. It may actually surprise my expectations. Similar similar to like Clarissa DeShields for for
0: Clarissa Shields rather. Uh, uh, well I'll say I gotta ask, why do you say Clarissa DeShields? You've you said that multiple times now.
3: It's just a habit.
0: Yeah. Okay. I thought there was a special naming of hers or something like that.
3: Nah, it's like it's i I've, I think it's because of like going to school. You I met more people with the last name, De Shields than the Shields. So Gotcha. Yeah, so like, uh, but Clarissa Shields she actually debuted an uh, MMA over the weekend. Well, actually, when our last when episode fifty nine came out that Thursday, she uh, repeated so a week ago. Um, she actually won. She won her first MMA. I think it was a PFC. PFL. 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 Yes,
0: she went in and uh, fought. If I'm not mistaken, the woman's name was Brittany Elkin. Had a little um trouble in the first two rounds, but eventually came back in the third and um, won the TKO finish. I, I think it's really cool for Clarissa Shields to do that, you know what I mean? To make the transition over and actually catch a win. Regardless if she had some adversity in her first fight or not, I think it's pretty dope. And not only mm. that, I think the adversity shows that she can actually, you know, weather a little bit of a storm. And mind you, she's new to this, you know what I mean? So it's not to be unexpected that this is going to happen.
2: I I think, one, it couldn't happen to a better woman. And two, it couldn't happen in a better way. I think if she came in, knocked the young lady out, there's going to be a lot of criticism of like, oh, well, she she beat a three and six. Well, now she's three and seven. You know, Mick Dojo, brown belt, Brazilian jiu-jitsu lady who's been fighting for 12 years, but getting spanked for a majority of it. And she just knocked her out. She's a bomb. She was da, da, da. And don't get me wrong. The young lady was brought in to do a job, but I think that Clarissa losing the first two rounds, kind of, you know, getting out grappled and stuff like that. It's a wake up call to her and all to the hard boxing purist that like, Hey, She's lucky that she lost two rounds to somebody who wasn't that good, versus if she fought Kayla Harrison, she probably would have got finished in the first round. So that's something I felt like Clarissa needed to for her to realize, like, okay, yes, I made some mistakes because she admitted it that she made mistakes in that fight. Yes, I made mistakes. Yes, I knew da da da, but she was able to she was able to overcome that and get the TKO finish in that third round, which is good because it just shows like she's not going to panic in bad situations, which is very important for her because she will be put in a lot of bad situations moving forward because she's at a disadvantage from coming in so late to the game and fighting at a level like the PFL. Yes, I know to the casual fan out there, old, she didn't fight in the UFC, bro. Uh, We get that. (laughs) The PFL is still at a higher level than what most people come in who just start doing MMA. You know, people do amateur fights before they start fighting at the professional level. She just jumped straight in to one of the top MMA leagues. So I'm, I'm happy with Clarissa Shields' win. I think her losing two rounds is actually a benefit for her because it's a learning experience of what she needs to go back. Now, here's where my concern is with Clarissa Shields. Will she give up boxing to excel at MMA? Because if she's like, well, I'm just doing this for like cash grab fights and like showcase fights, then cool. She doesn't have to give up boxing for that. But if she wants to be elite and then maybe one day fight Amanda Nunes at, some, at, at 145, which that might be a challenge because Clarissa fights at 155. She has to dedicate her life to MMA moving forward. And I'm not talking about what she does outside the gym. I'm talking about like her. She's going to have to give up boxing because you're not going to be able to beat the Amandas of the world. Valentina Shevchenko's, Eva Kayla Harrison, Chris Cyborgs, and MMA if she does not stop her boxing. And I'm not talking about boxing as far as training. I'm talking about boxing as far as like, hey... Competition. Right. Seven Mm -hmm. months, I'm training for a fight in MMA. Then the next seven months, I'm training for a boxing fight. That might derail her because all the top women in MMA have world-class grappling. And that's obviously her weak area that she needs to improve on. And don't get me wrong... Yeah, she won't panic in bad situations, but she could still lose. And those women I just mentioned, they could dominate her. Like, you don't have to panic or not. We're still going to dominate you. So I think, like, it's promising for Clarissa. I hope that she continues in her MMA journey if that's what she decides to do. And I'm going to root for her all the way because she's doing it the right way. She's not doing it like the pussy-ass boxers that's trying to... (laughs) you know, bait the MMA fighters that come to the boxing ring so they could fight at the limited, rigged Queensberry rule set. So, shout out to Clarissa. You know, you got a fan of me and keep showing how these pussy-ass boxers should be doing. <laughs> to what you have said, I do agree that
3: she'll have to, if she wants to pursue MMA as a real career down the line, she, I do believe, I agree there where she has to give up boxing at some point and if she were to it wouldn't be too surprising because she would be leaving as the the best fighter in the world so she would be the best she would be leaving as the best fighter in the world to go try something else so it wouldn't be too surprising and she's really young so she's only like 25 26 I believe so she would she wouldn't have I don't see her having as of right now from what i've seen it can always change depending on her progression i don't see her being like the elite mma fighter but i do see where she she has the capabilities to to learn from her experience in the cage so far cuz like you said the takedowns was uh it, that was like a huge factor i think it probably could have stopped it would it was stopping her of it was playing more of a fact than what she probably was prepared for. She was still able to hold her own and eventually she was able to make something out of out of something. It for someone like Clarissa Shields, Clarissa Shields, it's um, I think it'd be a little hard for her to leave the sport. I think for her it's just a cash grab because she even like I think she's even came out and said she gets paid, she makes more money doing this MMA fight than she has doing boxing. And definitely coming off of a win, I mean, we seen <clears throat> we seen where Logan Paul's gotten. Yeah. So, you actually have someone that's a real boxer. You never know. Definitely, if definitely if it's like she's making the most money she's ever made, do a a quick cash grab and get up out of there. I mean, the way I see it is like, at, I think she
0: has the right to go ahead and try MMA if she wants. And if she really wants to, like you said, Lyle, she's going to have to really just dedicate more time because that's just what it would take to compete at a high level, you know, with the other females at that weight class. So, I mean, shouts out to her. Um, I hope she has more success. Um, I'm not sure if all the listeners got a chance to watch, but I know we all got a chance to watch. There was a lot of people who had success at UFC 263 and that just passed. Last night for us, this this past weekend for the listeners. Guys, what did you think? Where do you want to start?
2: Let's start at the main event, the headliner. Um, Israel taking Marvin to school, outclassed him. And uh, the big question was like, oh, well, y'all, Blahovich was able to hold Israel down, take him down on will. Marvin might implement the same game plan and... Marvin tried and he failed. You know, I don't think Marvin did a good job with his wrestling. Yeah, he was able to get Izzy down like two or three times, but Izzy popped right back up. Even there was a point where Izzy swept him. So like it was just the grappling was a non-factor. It showed like Israel he worked on his wrestling. Looked like he learned from the Blahovich fight. Izzy the striking was crazy. He Israel slipped a lot of punches. He slipped so many punches. Yeah, and Marvel was able to hit him with two or three jabs and a few straights. But there, I don't think there were, like, anything that impactful because obviously Israel was still doing what he was doing throughout the entire fight. So I know that you have people like Chael Sonnen, his type of mindset who was like, hey, yeah, Israel was the right person that won, but it wasn't at 50, 45, and I hate that because I'm like, in my opinion and a lot of people's opinion, Israel won every round of that fight. I just don't see how you could give Marvin a single round. And he was sitting there hoping for the best to score takedowns every round, and he, it just, I don't know, man. it, It looked like Marvin just, he wasn't ready to fight at that level. The thing
0: that made me laugh was, uh, at the end of the fight, you saw them standing in the ring, talking to each other in the octagon and Marvin's apparently saying, yeah, you, I thought, I think I won that fight. I think I won that fight. And I'm just like, yo, you know, you got to get over it, man. Like you <laughs> lost <laughs> twice, today, you know what I mean? Convincingly. And I, I got to give him credit because he didn't look bad in this fight. He was definitely game for competition. like he hung in there all five rounds and was in there, but Izzy just outstruck him, and when they got on the ground, he was surprisingly crafty in order to get up. Like, I, I got to respect Izzy for the performance he put on this weekend because he did his thing in order to win. I thought he was going to finish him, but he was just more dominant and instead of, you know, actually getting the finish. But, I mean, like, shouts out to him, though. I, I um, also like the fact that he shouted out his friend who passed, you know what I mean, and seemed to speak on that a little bit uh but yeah no he uh, he carried himself well in this fight and you know and every every facet of it
3: Adesanya, he carried him he carried himself perfectly throughout this whole fight dominated every round um Marvin I don't know what Marvin's fight what fight he was fighting to believe that he won the fight similar just as delusional as his first one with uh, Adesanya. uh there was an interview with between the two of them like coming leading up to the fight And even Adesanya told him that he was like, "I beat Adesanya before." He's like, "He was like, you're still holding on to this one judge." (laughs) He was like, "Just let it go." He was like, "You're going to find out this weekend why you didn't win the fight the first time." And true to his prescription, he did not figure out how he didn't. Whatever he did in the first fight, he must have did in the second fight because it didn't (laughs) grant him a win. Uh, Like so, it's it was a good fight. um, I believe because. I kind of, you know, sometimes watching these fights back to back can be a little clustering at times, but I believe that's the same fight where Adesanya was chopping
2: his leg down as well, correct? Yeah. You're talking about the main event that just happened? Yeah. 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 I, yeah he was, man, Adesanya, man, the way he was whipping the leg kicks and the head kicks. Woo. <laughs> and, he was on point. I, 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 I got to give credit to Vittori. He, he defended some of them head kicks well. And he he missed some of them. So credit to Vittori. And I did say in the last podcast that he's a tough out. So I didn't pet I, I picked out a to win, but I didn't pick him to finish him. Because I was like, look, Vittori, you know, he's a tough guy. But with that being said, there's not much more credit I can give. So he he got he was taken to school, he got outclassed. And for him to think that he did enough to win that fight last night. He, we might have to give him the Fabio award of the week because that yeah, was, he got in. That's, it. <laughs> That's like, wow, okay, yeah. it's, uh, so. I mean, I like the main event. I know some of the Adesanya diehard haters were like, oh, he's so boring, he never had a good performance, and like, okay, yeah, go ahead. So, it, but what I will say though, that uh, the co main event that was, uh Yes. A Ric Flair moment, a tear in my eye. Because that Brandon Moreno, that motherfucker was on point last night. What did you guys think of the fight? Shouts out to Brandon Moreno,
0: man. You know, one thing I forgot to say last week as I was uh, watching the fight was, uh like, because I was so close to choosing him. In the original fight, in the initial fight, um, you could tell that they had watched a little bit of tape on D'Avison because he was trying to catch him with these counters and he was so close to catching him with these counters. So, like, I'm not surprised that he went back, probably, you know, recollected and was just very prepared for this fight. He just looked very prepared.
3: Nah, that's a fact. He, he looked well prepared in this fight. Um, You could even tell just by the way he was so dominating against uh, Figueroa, where... It there was for me, there wasn't really much, there really wasn't much conversation in terms of who this fight was leaning towards prior to its stoppage. Um, it, I, I think it warrants, I think they'll probably make it a rubber match after this. I think because I think Figueroa won the first one and and he lost the second one, correct?
2: Well, f- so the first one, Figueroa, no, it, it was a draw. Majority draw, right? right? And a lot of people were saying, like, "Well, if he didn't kick Brandon Moreno square in the nuts to buy, to bail himself out to catch a breath and buy himself some time, <laughs> <laughs> to, he would have he would have won the fight off a points." I thought Brandon Moreno did enough to win the first fight, but it is what it is. The second fight, there was no fucking doubt. Yeah, he he outboxed him, and when it came with, when it came to wrestling and grappling. Brandon Moreno, it like Nigel said, it looked like his camp was like, "Hey, we know what this motherfucker is gonna do, and here's the game plan to stop all that shit." Yes. So, shouts out to Brandon Moreno, the first born, you Mexican born UFC champion. I know Cain Velasquez and Henry Cejudo. I know those guys are Mexicans as well, but apparently they were born in America, which I didn't know. I I thought. Velázquez was born in Mexico. I didn't know who's born in America, but so I'm telling you right now. I think it's gonna be a good look for uh, Brandon Moreno because, like, when he won last night and the crowd was going crazy for a win, I was like, this guy feels like he could be a star. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though he's he has that quirky personality, and and I see something on like Twitter. Where he likes to collect Legos and action figures <laughs> and shit, and and no, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, it's cool. Yeah, there's not wrong with that. You know, because I feel like there's there's a crowd of people that do the same thing for him, so they'll gravitate to him just off the strength of that. Right. So, so you know, shouts out to Brandon Moreno, and I think that he'll. Um, I could see. I honestly, I I could see dude getting popularity. You know, especially with the the Latino market and all that. There. I could see them fucking with him. And the way he fights, he don't fight like no bitch, man. He fights like he <laughs> he's coming to win. No, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the way he fought in both fights. This fight and in, in the last fight he had with Figueroa. Like this motherfucker, man, hands up and he's walking forward the whole fucking time. I fucks with it, man. No, and he's man. not and he does and he does a, he's not like a uh, a human punching bag. He's, you know, he you could tell this guy got some skill to him. He's trying to fight,
0: you know what yeah. I mean? It, that's the type of fighter you want, though, because it's, like, it's a, it reminds me of Kenny Florian a lot. Like, he came in there, he's like, hey, like, I finished fights, you know what I mean? And he, yeah. he was finishing people, like, back to back to back. So, I mean, like, you want that type of guy in there. Not only is it good for you as a fighter, you know, because you're going in there, you're finishing the job, and you're not getting into wars and shit, but it's good for, you know, your perception from your, you know, the fan base, us in this, like, situation, Yo, we fuck with you because you're actually trying to go in there and fight and get the job done. Point fighting right. is cool, but like we don't always want that. You know what I mean?
2: Right.
3: Right. Yeah. Speaking of person who didn't get the job done, right?
2: Huh, Speaking <laughs> of,
3: <laughs> <laughs> had to still one of yours in this case. Right. Um, is the 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 Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards fight? Well, before I give my opinion on the fight. Uh, what did you guys think of the, the fight between those two? You mind if I get my word first law?
2: Yeah, go ahead, Nigel. Go do your thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the fight last night, and I think Leon Edwards looked relatively impressive in the fight. I think he did exactly what we were gonna what we said he was gonna go in there and do. He went in there, he was dominant in pretty much all facets of the fight. I have a complaint though. It's not with Leon Edwards or Nate Diaz. Shouts out to Nate Diaz because he came to fight. He signed, you know, on the dotted line. He was in there. He did his thing. Whatever, whatever. Cool. Right? Dana White's at the press conference. They say, hey, Dana White, who's next at 170? He says, "Kobe's still number one. I got to complain about this because <laughs> Kobe just bought beat Tyron Woodley off an injury while we just saw Leon Edwards go through, like, multiple hardships and, get like, pick up some good performances on the way nine fight win streak and somehow colby covington is the next guy but we all know what it is like colby covington it, there you go politics short you know he has the name the rematch he's a little bit of a character blah 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 but if i'm being honest like me as a fan of the sport and i think a lot of people would agree with me i'd rather see leon edwards versus kamaru usman at this moment in time I don't think Kobe Covington is going to go in there and do anything different than what he happened in the first light. I think Kamara Usman has got, we'll, we'll save that for another day, but I just have a, a strong issue with that part of it.
2: Well, here's what I thought. Leon did beat him very handily, and he was winning the entire fifth round, except for the last minute. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Yeah, except for the last minute. And Diaz, he caught him with a good one-two, I think, and I'm thinking like that one that he hit him with, or it was a three-two. But the first one he hit him with was a slap, and then before he hit him with the left, and then uh, when he wobbled him, instead of Diaz bull rushing him, he like pointed at him, and I yes. thought that I thought that was a little weird. But what I will say is I'm not mad at Diaz because you know Diaz came to fight. He happened to get a good one off of Leon, and you saw Leon, the motherfucker was like, he was about to be staring at the lights in a few moments, but it didn't happen. Leon picked up the rifle win. What I have a problem with was, to Nigel's point, Leon won't get the title shot. I thought he he's not going to get the title shot off of what happened to him in the last minute of the fight because now the narrative is spinning is, hey, if Diaz had one more minute, if there was another round, he would have finished Leon. Oh, if this was real street fighting. Diaz would have knocked him out, finished him. And I hate that narrative because I'm like, yes, Diaz did land a good punch and Diaz could have finished the fight, but Diaz did not finish the fight. And when it came down to the judges, Diaz did lose 24 minutes out of 25. And there's, so it's so crazy that we have to, the UFC and the fans of Diaz will ignore the pummeling that he received prior to that moment. And Kobe getting the rematch with Usman, I'm not upset at it because I knew that's what the UFC was pushing hard for. They're, the only reason why Kobe wasn't gonna get it, if Nate Diaz won, Dana was gonna back up the brink truck for it because he know Nate Diaz could give him some money. But since that had happened, happen, and he knows Leon isn't going to give him no fucking money in a pay per view because that's just not what his personality brings, you know. They're going to do the Kobe rematch. They're going to do Maga versus non-Maga, and you know he Kobe is going to go to the fucking moon with promoting it, being ultra racist or whatever the fuck. Uh, whether he really is behind the scenes or not, who knows? But we know that's the character he's going to try to portray. So it looks like. Leon is now on the back burner. I've seen that, hey, he might have to fight the winner of Burns and Wonderboy, which is ridiculous, but that's that's my problem with it. It's kind of like the fans of Nate Diaz create such a strong narrative that Nate Diaz would have won if there was a sixth round that now it's fucking like Leon, who has the longest win streak behind Kamaru Usman, won't get a shot at a title due to the last minute of the fight because he happened to get caught with a punch. And I just look, and I think that's such a shame for Leon. Like, that must be so demoralizing for a fighter who's on a nine fight, 10 fight win streak, dominating every opponent. But the one, 160 seconds, even though he won that fight, that final 60 seconds is what people are like, well, he doesn't deserve the number. He doesn't deserve it now. Give it back to Kobe. And that's such a shame, man. And I have no problem with Nate Diaz because Nate Diaz, didn't do, he didn't do anything wrong. He was entertaining. He landed a good punch. He didn't finish it, which was weird. But I have no problem with Nate Diaz, but I hate the narrative that's going to be spent spinning. And by the way, last before least, uh, listeners, we have a special listener he was acting like Marvin Ventori in the comments. So, you know, I hope when this video comes out, let's see what he has to say. And I, I'm interested in what he has to say because he was he was throwing all sorts of expletives and shit like that. And I'm kind of like, all right, motherfucker, we're gonna say when when Nate loses. Nate did lose, so let's see what you're gonna say. It was probably no, just a burner account, yo. Yeah. It could have been. Shouts out to Nate mm-hmm. Diaz if it's a burner account. nah um you guys
3: pretty much said everything I wanted to say um except personally when it comes to Nate Diaz um after watching that fight I think he should just I think it's time just to hang it up um personally it's he got dominated for 24 minutes out of 25 this is like his first fight back in I think a couple years I believe so it's I didn't see anything that was impressive. And when he did have a chance to actually steal the fight for a win, which would have probably done wonders for him in terms of his next fighting opportunity, he decides to sit and point, it, which to me was just like, that probably was like the one thing that pissed me off the most about the fight was that you had a chance to finish the fight that you know you were losing, your corners letting you know you're losing the fight, your corners telling you in the fourth round, leaving going into the fifth round, Hey, this we got to put it all, all. Everything's on the line in this one round, and you get to that point, and you finally you break through. You practically have him on baby deer legs, like he he's he's literally standing like a newborn baby deer. And instead of trying to finish trying to finish him, you just sit and point and you taunt him. And eventually, And the I think the thing that got me about it was that he tried to finish him off when it like after he recovered. So it's like. Leon Edwards starts recovering, it's too late at this point. So, um, yeah. With all that being said, I think it it is messed up that Leon Edwards won't be able to fight for the title next. But I think we all know what that is. Um, plus, on top of it, it's it's a good fight to sell. So, between Kobe Covington and Kamara Usman. So, I think. Even had even if Nate Diaz had won the fight, I think Nate Diaz would have just been the next up after Colby. I think Colby versus Kamara Usman brings in more dollars than Kam- Kamara versus Nate or Leon. So unfortunately, like unfortunately, on Edwards won't won't be able to get the winner of that fight. Though though, I think we should go back to some sense of the original way of fighting used to be, where it's like, hey the best guy fights the next best guy. The champion fights the next best guy. But it's it like we said it's politics. A lot of this stuff is political now, so and until then um yeah, I, that's all I have to say about it. I think I I think Nate Diaz should just kind of hang it up for now and just wait for the Conor fight because I think if Conor loses like next month then it's probably gonna just be Connor versus Nate and that's
2: it. So I mean, I, I wouldn't be interested in watching it because it's gonna be a fight where like, you know, it means nothing. All that, it sell? I, I mean, it's gonna sell and it's just a million dollar payday for both men, but it's it doesn't have it doesn't hold any weight far as like who's next for a title shot. Like fans like those type of fights, but they don't like it when it's like this is the headlining act. And I feel like the headline in action always be a fight that means something. Hey, oh. this is a meaningful fight. Something is going to come from this. Not, it, not Floyd and Paul Logan Paul.
3: Like Paul. I mean, but I think something will come. I think what they'll set that fight up for. That fight will probably be set up as Connor's last fight. They'll yeah. probably set that up oh, as oh
2: like a retirement. Uh, fight. Yeah,
3: like and imagine if imagine if you have Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, and it's both they both come out and say, Hey, this is my last fight. Two big audiences, the pay-per-view would sell like for, it'd probably be one of the highest pay-per-views for MMA.
2: When you do it like that, that's I I fucks with it because that's a story to sell. Right. Right. But it reminds
0: me of about- the it reminds me of the old um, UFC cards where they can have like the actual good fights that aren't title fights as the main event. And at that point, I can respect it because of the way they do it. You know what I mean?
2: Man, um, I mean, when Conor's fighting, he's unfortunately, well, I'm not going to say unfortunately, the, the man has earned it, but he's going to be the main event. Of course. No man. matter, he's going to be the main event. But um, one thing Spence said about Nate Diaz's co- corner saying uh, like you're losing this fight, the, you know, let's bring it to the main event. Vittor's corner, his fucking coach was yelling at the top of his lungs, <laughs> you're losing this fight. <laughs> every every round they, they were showing the, the picture to the picture. You're losing this fight. You gotta you gotta do this. You gotta be first. Da, da, da. What is going on? I thought you want to be champion. I'm and winning, this, coach. Yeah, and Vitor <laughs> arguing with this coach. It's like like man, you you can't help people like that. You gotta let them figure it out on their own.
3: <laughs> nah, that's a fact. Some people like that is just like yo, it's a lost cause, man. It's is straight at that point. It's like even the coach probably knew it was like, I'm not coaching this kid after this, man.
2: <laughs> Waste
3: yeah. of time, man. Waste of space and place.
2: Yeah, that's that's but uh. Listeners, just to close out our review of UFC 263, I thought UFC 263 was a, was a fun night. There was a boring fight in the Bilal Muhammad Damian My fight, but good for Bilal Muhammad by beating his highest ranked opponent, even though it was Old Man Damian. And the, yeah. the opening fight of the card was crazy because Paul Craig, he like yeah. it looked like he man. ripped a guy's arm off out of socket. Um, J- Jamal Hill I think I want to say yeah. Yeah. Um, Shouts out to Jamal Hill Because uh, it came back that Actually his arm wasn't Torn or ripped or nothing It was just out of place mm. They popped it back in place And they say it's full range of motion So it'll probably just be swollen and sore of course But you know Credit to him Because it didn't look like he was It looked like he was still trying to fight Until he was like Look I just can't fight
3: all so, yeah and shit like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that that was crazy that it was I'm not even gonna hold you that was probably one of the most graphic things I've seen yeah in a while <laughs> because he was getting punched in the head, and for listeners <laughs> listeners who didn't watch the fight um with Paul Craig versus Jamal hill um there was a point where he was getting punched Jamal Hill was getting punched and pretty much his arm that was dislocated was dangling while his arm that wasn't dislocated was dangling as well. And the referee just kind of looked like, Hey, are you going to defend yourself? And it was oh. just, yeah. And like, he looked at the referee like, yo, um, I don't think something's right. It's like, keep fighting. And Paul
0: Craig was like, Hey man, I got to hit you. Dah, 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 dah.
3: Yeah. So it was, it was kind of crazy. It was, it was good to, it's good to get the the news back that he's safe. He's safe in that, like, he didn't break anything, but it was definitely a nasty, uh, nasty looking injury when the fight, during the fight.
2: Yeah. And I think the rule book states, like, hey, if somebody's arm is like dislocated or broken, they, the referee immediately needs to stop the fight. And that's to protect the The fighter. Yeah. And for further damage. And the fact that the ref just sat, sat there. Like he was Steve Mazzagatti reincarnated. It was just it's fucking ridiculous, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> you know man. you notice how he didn't the, the rest of the night. <laughs> I mean,
3: they probably pulled him to the back, man. And Say yeah, don't don't even worry about coming back, yo. He's like, just go home. Yeah, it's nice there. It's like yeah, you. It's like if you get home in time, you can watch the rest of the fight, the rest
2: of the car. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're just not watching it here tonight. Yeah, He's exactly. like, yeah, I'll give you
3: $60. Go ahead and just order it when you get home. it's like, like no, nah, I'll give you <laughs> 30 Like It's like, we paid you enough money that you could be able to do it on your own
2: to pay for the other half. Yeah, I mean, since you did a half ass job tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy.
0: Dana White giving somebody $30 is crazy. That's as crazy as Dre coming up with 150
3: that's a fact. <laughs> that's, that's insane. A fact. That's a fact. Yeah, Yo, you should have seen. it out the
2: blue. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's sick. Like you should have seen that um, when Drake came with the money, right? Because a hundred thousand was already guaranteed. He had said a hundred, and then he was like, "Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna add spice it up by adding a ex- some extra money." Just, just casually pulls out fifty thousand dollars out of his pockets. Like you can't even tell that he had 50000 a $150,000 in his pockets. So it was, it, it definitely was interesting. It was definitely interesting. Um, I wonder if
0: he's uh, betting any money on the playoffs that's going on. I know we have a little bit of an update as to what's going on, on with the NBA to. playoffs.
3: He's got to.
0: I mean, the Raptors aren't in it. Does he really care? You know what I mean?
3: I mean, but Drake, I mean, I think Drake comes across as like a, a sports fan,
0: like a that's, basketball fan. I give you that. He does seem to care about sports somewhat. They they call it the Drake curse. Yes. When he uh hugs some of the MMA fighters, even though it's been proven to not be true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but it's still true though. The Madden curse is like relatively true though.
3: Yeah. I mean, hell, look, look what happened. The Drake curse exists. He went to party with LeBron, and LeBron's not in the playoffs. That is true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I pull it like this, future athletes. If you're around Drake before, <laughs> before a big event, hang out with him at your risk. A- after the event, party hard as fuck with Drake. But before, <laughs> Stay just away. tell yeah, just tell Drake, hey man, I'll catch you after the show. Because
0: <laughs> it seems to be about fifty-fifty.
2: Yeah, well. Yeah. I'll never forget the Karner one when Drake was there, <laughs> even the, the Irish flag. <laughs> and then the next night, Carter gets beat up by Habib. It's fucking <laughs> incredible. So <laughs> That was an amazing fight, man. That was an amazing weekend, I think, for them. Yeah. But uh, about the playoffs, because Nigel didn't mention it. Uh, at this time of this recorded, uh, listeners, the Suns are now in the Western final conference they four they four no the nuggets and the joker who just won MVP of the nba this season his ass just got booted so now the Suns are in the in the West finals i think this is Chris Paul first finals appearance out of his story career yeah. shouts out to him have you guys seen that video that was training on twitter the other day where this guy beat the shit out of his Denver player while they were playing at Denver. <laughs> no, no. Denver. after the he beat the shit out of them, he was like Sons and Four. And then wow, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it was on Twitter. Yo, look that shit up. Just just like Google Suns and Four guy or whatever. It was trending on Twitter. It was like the it was one of like the top five uh things trending, but like he beat the shit out of the guy in his and it. And he was like, Sons at four while holding the heads, the guy's head down in the fucking crowd. My
0: God, man. That's that's kind of ruthless. And,
2: and, and the guy was a Denver.
0: Uh, he wasn't <laughs> wrong, though. I mean, the, the game's about two minutes and they got, what, seven
2: points to go? Yeah, they're not going to make that. The fucking uh, Milwaukee Bucks, man. Oh, yeah. They tied the series. Tied the series, man. It, Kyrie's hurt. James Harden, he's still hurt. Um, Now it's all on K- KD, man. Now this is... If KD wants to get away from the LeBron being under LeBron shadow, this is his time to step it the fuck up and yep. carry, carry that Nets team. Because we don't want to hear anything about like, oh, well, we don't want to hear any excuses. As much as crap LeBron gets, he carried a crappy-ass Cleveland team for years. For years. And I'm not talking about when he had Kyrie and Kevin Love, even though he carried them too. I'll, but when he before Kyrie, Kevin Love, and after Kyrie, Kevin Love, LeBron was holding that team on his back. What was the one kid? Um, not Charlie Villanova. Um, you talk about the backup point guard that they were trying to hype up.
3: Nah, not even a point guard. I think he was a big man. I think he was like a four or a five. Um, had like. Like a bunch of hair. What was his name?
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of his name. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah,
3: because they, they try to make him be like like his his Shaquille O'Neal, and he definitely yeah. was. He
2: definitely didn't make the cut. No, we're gonna see if KD is like KD is your time to shine. This is the playoffs. There's teams that want to go to the NBA championship too. They're not gonna croak over so you can go up and get a ring. You know, they're You look at the West. The Suns, they're about to be in their, f- their first finals. I mean, Western Conference Finals, and God knows how long. And you got the fucking teams in the East who are just croaking over to the Nets. So the Bucks, they're not fucking around. So kudos to Chris Middleton and Giannis for for working like a, a tandem against the Nets. And then uh, the 76ers, they're balling out too. They might send the Hawks home. After there was a lot of hype on the Hawks, Embiid and Ben Simmons man They're not fucking around too They want to get to the East Finals So it's uh, These playoffs are heating up So by next week We'll We'll have a better outlook On Who's going to be in the The Conference Finals
3: Yeah Definitely will be Um, I, I'll be interested to see How that plays out I did check out the Suns and four uh, <laughs> I'm watching <all laughs> <guy> right now <laughs> That joint is crazy
2: Yo, he he lumped he lumped that guy up, held as him he down should. by his snacks. he
0: should. for. <laughs> he shouldn't have been sm- swinging on him like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He went off swinging and got beat up, and then he started like cheering for his team right after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. It's like in their nothing, stadium, <laughs> as if nothing happened. That's why they're about to get slapped. I don't even have to watch the rest of the game, man. When shit like that happens to your fans, like it's over.
2: Hey, man. He, he owns the Suns, so as some of the comments were saying. He's the new... <laughs> he, I mean, he's the, no, not the Suns. He's the new Nuggets owner. He owns <laughs> How the fuck you beat this shit out of a, a fan in Denver and you're like, Suns is four, and walk out and skate? And the, crazy
3: part, the craziest part of that was he was hitting two people. Yeah, Yeah. Because yeah, he was beating the one dude that attacked him. Yeah, and yeah, then he punched his friend a couple of times while holding the other guy, and then said, "Sons and Four.
2: and there, yeah. and sons and four became true. Yeah, and that's how <laughs> and
0: confident he was in Chris Paul and Devin Booker, man. Okay. You know, yeah. he can beat the shit out of him and predict. Jeez,
3: man. <laughs> like, come jeez. on, jeez. Any, you guys got anything else to say?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sons and uh, four, man. The the clip uh, the Clippers they avoided being swept, which is crazy it, it it seems like for Kawhi Leonard man it looks like for this guy i don't know what it is it's like he likes playing in seven game series <laughs> it's like Bring he's up. It, it's like he's getting blown out the first two games then he's coming back dropping 30 40 and yes. now it's the seven <laughs> game series it's crazy it's just uh, i
0: i don't have much to say to the listeners um i'll drop the ads it sounds like you're about to you know give your weekly you know view Spence. Go ahead. Oh, no.
3: Nah. Um. Well, I mean, as we wind down and we go through a, another week, uh, make sure you wear, as we go into the weekend, as this week has winded down, make sure you wear your mask, mm. keep your gloves on or mm. your sanitizer. Mm. Um. If if you want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. Is all up to you. You mm. make that decision, not me. Mm. Uh, and of course, one thing we can't forget: you gotta stay hydrated. The sun is out; It's is a little bit different now. The sun is tap dancing on the back of your neck at this mm. point. So, I suggest you stay hydrated with a nice bottle of H2O as often as you can, as much as you can. Make sure the water is clean.
2: That's all I can ask you. Other wow. than that, why wow, do you all. have anything else? So, I just want to say, shouts out to So Clean, Kathleen. Shout out out to her Um, Thanks for coming on Um, You can't wait to do the next one Shout out to all the listeners Thanks for tuning in for episode 60 Damn, 60 plus episodes You know what I mean Uh, Episode 61 should be a good one So just Thank you all, everybody Stay safe, get rich Or die trying Um, You all will probably end up dying trying So uh, (laughs) (laughs) If If not, I'll give you some money I, I will give you money. That's what uh, emperors used to do to their loyal subjects, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Shouts out to everybody. Um, oh, uh, cheap plug-in for a company. Hopefully, they pick us up one day with a nice seven-figure contract. Um, Loki just came out on Disney+, Plus, mm. and uh first episode was pretty entertaining, so listeners, fans, definitely check that out because... Uh, Loki seems like it's going to be a good show.
0: Listeners, um, speaking know. speaking of giving away things for the podcast, Spence has you know mentioned to me in little chats to the side that he will be willing to share his DMs for a certain price. Um, we are bidding the price for Spence's DMs on all social media and the text in his phone. Everything is out for the public.
3: And he's, he's doing it. <laughs> And yes, and we made this agreement that I'll do this in tandem as Nigel give, offers up his PS5. His
2: PS5. <laughs> yeah, The text don't mean that much, nigga. Come on. <laughs> right. For the PS5, Nigel. They're not your text. law. No, oh, no. no. Spencer's text.
1: Hey,
0: no,
2: he's talking about you are giving up your PS5.
0: I'm talking about his text messages. Right. He. Hey, Spence is cool with it. Hey, say no more, Lyle. You got it.
2: You're right. No, are you cool with giving up your PS5 for him to reveal his text messages? Spence is cool (laughs) with his text messages. No
0: no deleting anything. You know, like, we're we're going back here.
2: So so what you're saying (laughs) is you're cool with giving away an item that you called me in the morning one time, pissed off, (laughs) because you couldn't get it. You're cool with giving it away because your homeboy is willing to reveal his text message. If Spence is willing
0: to reveal all of his text messages and DMs,
2: so Nigel Lee Jackson is gonna <laughs> give away his PS5 that he was so passionate about. If Get Spence
0: it. is willing to don't, do the other, don't thing. convince
3: him of anything right. otherwise, all right. All right. man. No, I'm you not. trying to talk him out of something.
2: No, no, too late. I, I just wanted to be sure. The the bidding I, war. Because I'll How tell you right now. Bid? The way that Nasa called me one morning, oh, I'm so fucking pissed off. I <laughs> swear to God, I ain't with this no more. Uh, da, da, da.
0: I'm editing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't do any of that. We got anything else for listeners?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. man.
0: Listen, I'm that. just joking. I'm just, just joking.
2: Out. I'm just joking. That never happened. But the...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. That never happened. That Listen, never happened. Listeners,
0: listeners, you can follow us at Highly Advised Podcast on YouTube, Highly Advised Podcast on Instagram, mm-hmm. Advise Highly on Twitter. Uh-huh. I am relaxing. Noji underscore Jackson. No that sure. is my boy. Big Cozy, Too Cozy, and my other boy, Saints, S-T dot K-I-T-C-H. You have been highly advised. Thank you. We respect y'all. We will be back next week. You have been highly advised. Episode 60. Shashaw.